friend, welcome to the Medicinal Chef's Nutrition Nuggets podcast, showcasing the power of nutritional medicine. I'm your host, Dale Pinnock, aka The Medicinal Chef, nutritionist, medical herbalist, Sunday Times bestselling author, and founder of the Culinary Medicine College. Every week here in the podcast, we dig deep on the subject of nutritional medicine to give you answers, to give you clarity, and to expand your knowledge. Hey, my friends, how are you doing? I hope you've had an amazing week. Uh, it seems to have gone really ridiculously fast. I don't know about you, but yeah, it's just one of those things. It gets faster and faster the older you get, I think. Anyway, I wanted to talk this week about managing appetite and effective ways to actually manage your appetite effectively. This seems to be a really big problem for a lot of people that are trying to successfully manage their weight. It's certainly something that is a recurrent issue for the members of my Metabolic Fix program. Well, it is when they first join, but once they start working through all the stuff that I teach in the program, it's never an issue again. It's very easy to get on top of it when you understand some of the key drivers. And the kind of environment that we're in and the kind of food that we're eating is creating havoc for our appetites and some of the chemistry that actually regulates it. So let's have a look at this. The first thing that I would recommend, the first real step is to increase your intake of dietary fiber. Now, this is probably not going to be a massive revelation to anyone, but do you know why that it, why it's so important? Well, one of the things that it does is it slows down gastric emptying. So when we first digest food, after we chew it up, the first port of call is the stomach. And if the meal is just very, very refined and very, very processed, it doesn't take a great deal of digestive effort to sort it out. So the stomach will soon empty and the food will move into the small intestine. And that feeling of fullness just doesn't last very long. Really good high fiber foods. We're talking whole grains. We're talking vegetables and some of the less sweet fruits like berries and those kind of things. All amazing high fiber foods, nuts as well really good high-fibre foods, they take far more digestive effort to actually start to break down. And most of that breakdown doesn't happen in the stomach, by the way, but it just takes a lot more effort to actually deal with. And also, it does start taking up liquid straight away. Fibre absorbs liquid. A lot of that happens further down in the digestive tract, but it does start in the stomach. So you, you start to get this stretching of the stomach wall, and you just feel full. You get that feeling of fullness, which really doesn't make you want to reach for the nearest snack. Even there might be an emotional desire, but you think, oh God, I'm just a bit too full to be able to think about that. So that's the first step. If you want to take that a step further, and this is something that I, I teach my Metabolic Fix members all the time, look at how you're combining the entire meal. Yes, you've got to have lots of fiber there, but make sure you've got adequate protein and healthy fats as well, okay? What that does is, this has been shown in countless clinical trials, the consumption of protein elevates the secretion of satiety hormones, things like peptide YY, for example, these biochemical regulators that actually will control our appetite. So from the the, the sheer density of the fibre, we're 
increasing the sensation of fullness just because it's a lot to be broken down and to be dealt with. But then when we bring protein and fat into the equation, we're starting to work biochemically as well. We're elevating those satiety hormones that will keep us full and actually regulate that appetite center in the brain. It will actually stop that desire to snack on a whim. It's going to be a much better control of appetite. The other thing that that combination does, when you think of the high fiber carbohydrate choices alongside really good high quality proteins and healthy fats is it really stabilizes blood glucose. I know I talk about blood glucose all the time, but it's for for a good reason. It's such a fundamental to sustaining long-term good health. Managing blood glucose is absolutely vital. Not only does it have beneficial effects on blood lipids and cholesterol and weight gain and long-term type 2 diabetes risk, it really influences appetite as well. Because if you're consuming loads and loads of refined carbs that send your blood sugar up really high really quickly, you're going to feel great for about 10 minutes. But then once insulin kicks in and encourages your cells or your glycogen stores to replenish, encourages cells to take up that glucose, encourages the conversion of some of that into glycogen to be stored in the skeletal muscle and the liver, just to get your blood sugar back down into that that kind of safe zone. That's going to leave you feeling absolutely flat. And when you feel flat and your blood glucose dips, because when it peaks that high, because the body's in such a panic state to really pull it back down again into a safe zone, it tends to really plummet before it stabilizes. During that plummet, that is when naturally you will get a neurological response to that. Your brain will stimulate appetite. It will stimulate hunger because your blood glucose has dropped. It's just a natural physiological response. If you stabilize your blood glucose, you don't get the peaks and the troughs. You don't get those ups and downs, which means you don't get that dysregulated stimulation of appetite. And taking that step further, I really want to emphasize how important your carbohydrate choice is in all of this. I really, really do say over and over again, like a broken record, that you need to opt for very slow burning, low glycemic, high fiber carbohydrates. So think instead of white bread, a multigrain bread. Instead of white rice, brown rice. Instead of white pasta, brown pasta. You get the picture. Bring all of this together and you'll really start to see some significant differences. And then for a long-term approach, and this is something that is not really talked about enough, Making sure that your gut microbiome is as healthy and diverse as possible is incredibly important. Now, obviously, you've you've heard on this podcast, I've had the likes of Dr. Alan Desmond and Dr. Megan Rossi, these amazing gut-focused people talking about the multitude of benefits of a healthy, diverse microbiome. It's vital for appetite regulation. And these high fiber foods later on in the digestive journey. So initially, you've got that feeling of fullness in the stomach. But later on, many of these high fiber carbohydrate choices and high fiber vegetables, all the rest of it, are very difficult to fully digest. They're not particularly that 
damaged or destroyed by pancreatic enzymes in the small intestine, which is where more si- the, the more simple carbohydrate components that they contain will be liberated from by those enzymes and then absorbed very quickly in the small intestine. So some of the more simple sugars that are inevitably in those foods because they're in everything. But the more complex elements of the overall carbohydrate structure, the very complex things that we refer to as fibre, many of these are completely intact through the small intestine. It's when they get to the large intestine and are in front of the bacterial colony that live there, the microbiome, that they start to get broken down further. And this is a process called saccharolytic fermentation, which is where the bacteria will actually start to ferment some of these very long-chain complex carbohydrate molecules. When they ferment ferment them, several things start to happen. Firstly, it helps the bacterial colony to actually reproduce and to get more diverse. But also, as they feed on those substances and ferment them down, they release byproducts. These byproducts are called short-chain fatty acids. So you've heard me talking about long-chain omega-3 fatty acids a billion times. But what we're talking about here are short-chain fatty acids, two in particular that are important to human physiology. One is called butyrate, and that helps to repair and maintain the health of the gut wall. But in relation to appetite and everything we're talking about here, there's another one released called propionate. Propionate goes into the central nervous system and actually helps to manage and regulate our appetite. So it all comes back down to this recommendation that I make all the time. And I know that it sounds so simplistic. In this in this age of nutritional information overload and everything having to look a little bit sexy and exciting for Instagram and all the rest of it, the message, my friends, is really, really simple. Again, as soon as you migrate over to a whole foods diet, fruit, veg, nuts, seeds, whole grains, high quality proteins, healthy fats, if that is what your diet is built of, a dysregulated appetite will be a thing of the past. So uh, that's just a few simple things that you can do. And as I say, this is th- these are some of the core things that I teach and um, you know provide as the foundation in my metabolic fix program. So if you are looking to improve your metabolic health, if maybe you've got issues with high cholesterol, high blood pressure, maybe your blood sugar regulation is all over the place, maybe you've been told that you're pre-diabetic or that you're at a very high risk of type 2 diabetes, then I'd really encourage you to take a look at my Metabolic Fix program. This is not some kind of weird, restrictive, bizarre diet. You're not going to be weighing anything. You're not going to be calculating anything. You're not going to be avoiding things and feeling miserable as sin the whole time. And there'll be no talk of sins either, by the way. Little dig. Um, This is teaching you the science of human metabolism. And it's teaching you how to compose a diet and lifestyle that you can follow every single day for the rest of your life that will actually start to reverse many of these negative physical changes that have led to these issues in the first place. When you've got one or more of these things, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, 
abdominal weight gain or that little bit of weight just around the belly button, that kind of area that won't shift no matter what exercise you do. All of these things point towards some failing in metabolic health. Metabolic health responds to its environment. So by understanding how to change the environment with the food that you're eating, and it's not it's not a prescriptive diet. It's not, oh, you've got to have 100 grams of porridge, oats for breakfast. It's none of that nonsense. Those days are gone. This is, this is nothing like that. Once you understand how to compose and construct your day-to-day diet, you will know how to live in a way that will rebuild your metabolic health, that will actually stop all of the events that are causing these issues in the first place, and then to actually start to rebuild your health as well. So if that sounds like something that you are interested in, please head to my website, dalepinnock.com, and then scroll down there and you'll see a program called The Metabolic Fix, which is based around weight management and improving cardiovascular health and type 2 diabetes risk, all of these things. Take a little look, and I would love to welcome you on board. I'd love to have you in the program and guide you through this maze and get you back to good health again.